The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science: storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is hi, I'm Rob. I teach a key stage two class just outside Milton Keynes, and I've worked throughout all the key stages. Hi, I'm Helen. I also teach just outside Milton Keynes, and I'm currently teaching reception in Year One. And today we are exploring what science we can teach with a witty folk tale found all around the world, adapted by us to be set in medieval England. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for the Dragon's Heart. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the magnificent Mario Coelho, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time. There are even some tips for telling the story yourself, and a whole heap of resources to go with the lesson ideas we're about to discuss, including any extra lesson ideas that we don't have time to fit into this podcast. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen, Rob, Fullerdred, and the U Dragon, and we're going to be getting sciency today. So, um, who would like to kick us off here? I can do. Go for it for ages four to seven. I'm going to start us with a tree, with a dragon in a tree. I really like this <laughs> this image of a little green dragon, you know, living in a nut tree. I thought it'd mm-hmm. be a really great way to start discussing the idea of habitats with children. Um, mm. So start from there. You know, this this dragon's habitat is a nut tree, and look at why he might like living in a nut tree, what that habitat provides for him, and also then look at an actual tree. <laughs> um, mm-hmm that may not have dragons living it, but look at the tree as a habitat. We have a lovely oak tree in our school grounds that I often use for this activity um, to start the children off just by looking at the tree and what would make it a good habitat for creatures and what creatures can we see. And then do some further learning using images from the internet or or a PowerPoint or something about the tree as a habitat, what kind of creatures live in a tree, what the tree provides for them. And then also how those creatures are well adapted to living in that that habitat. So there's a, a bit around habitats, but also about animal adaptation. Again, I thought we'd start with the little dragon. How is the little dragon suited to living in his habitat? Well, he, unlike us, he has wings so he can fly up into the tree. He probably has claws to grip onto the branches. Um, mm-hmm. And then again, look at some actual creatures that live in trees. Um, I always like using squirrels for this for this activity because they're so they've got so many adaptations um mm. to be able to live and play in a tree and hopefully where, where we are in um in the countryside in england you can actually help the children to spot some squirrels and especially if you throw the uh, the flying squirrel erroneously named flying squirrel because it's yes. more like a gliding squirrel isn't it but yes. it's still a, a wonderful adaptation for nipping between trees yes yeah, so i thought um do a lot, lot of work around the tree as a habitat and um, using actual trees and then also doing some, I always like doing artwork with the younger children. I can bring it into anything. So draw, draw a beautiful <laughs> tree um, with all the creatures in and, and labelling the creatures that are in there and their adaptations. And then going sort of into the end of key stage one, this sort of year two age, you know, doing some report writing about the tree as a habitat mm-hmm. um, and, the adap- and the animals adaptations. One other kind of related activity, okay. um, learning objective is to do with, with nut trees specifically. I realised when I was reading the story that I don't 
I don't really often think about nut trees no? and where, <laughs> where, where nuts come from. And we also have sort of nut type, they're seeds, aren't they? Some of, some of the ones that we think of as nuts, I think. Um, Rob will be able to help me with this. Conkers and things are more seeds than nuts. Is that right? Uh, I think I, so. I thought yeah. all nuts were seeds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think they all were. Well, there you go. I've learned something. I, th- I think the confusion comes because some of the foods that we think of as nuts are actually legumes and they come, they're, they're more like a fruit than a, a something dangling from a tree. Oh, I, think, I think that's the main difference, isn't it? Because a peanut doesn't come from a tree. No. So there you go. I'm learning a lot this morning. Anyway, I <laughs> thought we could just, um, one of the key stage one learning objectives is to learn about different trees and different plants and where food comes from so i thought that would be an opportunity to look at these different trees and decide maybe mm. which one the dragon lives in and why um to make that link with the story again or um maybe he could move move across different nut trees i don't know mm. last time um you were recording with us helen i think we had toria talking about disciplinary uh, literacy as oh, well yes. and this would be a, a great way um that the whole nut conversation is a great way probably more with with your end of the school rob the the seven to elevens um to talk about where um literacy and disciplinary literacy really diverge because you know we, we've been calling peanuts um what are they walnuts and 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 hazelnuts we've been calling all of these things nuts for a long time and then a scientist comes along and says no they can't be a nut um i uh, uh, there's a fantastic program on radio 4 here in the uk called um, the unbelievable truth um which is hosted by a comedian called david mitchell and if you i don't know how you can find it but you should definitely search online for david mitchell's rant on nuts because he really perfectly sums this up people call them nuts scientists should learn to get with the people and not go and mess everything up <laughs> Cause all the confusion. Exactly. What else could you and get your seven to eleven year olds doing though, Rob? Um, I would also like to do some science with the tree uh, and the dragon, mm. but also with Sir Fudderdred as well. Oh. And part of the upper key stage two science curriculum is looking at life cycles. Um, mm. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to look at the life cycle of a plant of a reptile and of a mammal as well Um, Ah, okay oh yes compare the different stages are you going to get some dragon eggs to hatch in your class rob (laughs) i hope so (laughs) i'm i'm on the look i'm on the hunt so make sure you're finding you dragon eggs and not demagogue dragon eggs yeah Yeah. quite disastrous (laughs) yeah so just to look at the different stages are there some that are similar throughout are there are there ones which are completely different I'm imagining and hoping that your children will find that the life cycle of a plant is quite different to the life cycle of a a mammal. But hey, Mm. you never know. They may look outside the box and find links that you didn't think were there to start off with. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and it's just a good way to uh, engage the children in that topic and give it a bit of, rather than just, we're going to learn about the life cycle of a reptile, which... It can be a bit abstract if you haven't got an actual... Well, if you do have reptiles hmm. as pets or in your school community, you could bring them in and have a look and see what they do differently to uh, plants and mammals. Hmm. That's all we have time for in this episode, folks, and indeed this week. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you're soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. 
Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. We'll be back next week so Sir Fullerdred and the U-Dragon can help us plan lessons in design and technology, music, history, geography, physical education, computing and art. Gosh, that's a lot, isn't it? Right now, though, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon.